you think traditional women are still preferred or still exist today? What is your definition of a traditional woman? Like women who put family first, who are nurturing, or willing to be like, in quotes, stay-at-home moms, who put the family first. No, so the nuclear family was made by the U.S. government in the 1950s, and let me tell you, that was specifically to marginalize women. In what ways? Can you go in more in-depth than that? Absolutely. So the men was specifically the breadwinner, and the woman was viewed for specifically her ovaries, because she could produce a child. Do I think that the traditional woman is relevant today? Sure. Guess what? We can bear children, but you know what? We can also run a company. I mean, the, the separation of the nuclear family gives the state the ability to raise your kids. The moment there's no father at home, the moment uh, the mother's busy working, not at home cooking meals and raising the kids and reading books to them like my mother was, then who's raising your kids? The school? The internet, the television, whatever ideas you caught on those are the ideas the kids are going to grow up with. We don't want dad out working and mom at home with the kids 24-7. The mother of my kids, call me sexist if you want, never has to work again. She can have passions. She can have interests. She wants to learn the violin, the piano, dance, ballet. Pursue your passions because I want you at home with the kid. That's what I want. I want her raising my daughter. Luckily in Romania, I'm relatively safe from that, but... I mean, I've seen some questionable people working in your daycares in the United States. It makes me very worried. Yeah, nobody cares anymore. My friends, welcome to the Sheep Get Sheared podcast. We're here. We talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, the one and only Austin Creed. My friends, I want to welcome you into the show. And today we're talking about the nuclear family and how it's been debased, deballed, and essentially neutered. But I'm curious, before we really jump into how it happened, I want to ask you something. Who do you think is responsible? Who, who is responsible for this breakdown of civilization? Who is responsible for this view that the man has now become a pocketbook with short hair and the woman no longer wants to be at home, even if it's something she chooses, she's castigated, she's looked down on. How do we get to this point? Who is responsible for this? Well, I'll tell you my opinion, and I know a lot of people have done this before, they've discussed this at length, and I know this for a fact, nothing is, nothing is new under the sun when it comes to this. People have come and gone with what they think but i here's what i think and i will show you i believe it was karl marx and his friend angles angles and marx are the ones who really got us here and i'm going to share the screen and i'm going to show you this because he wanted the abolition of the nuclear family but he wasn't Strictly about the family. You know, here are five things that Marx wanted to abolish besides private property, but that was everything the Communist Manifesto came down to was the abolition of private property. But the number one thing he wanted gone was the family. Now, you hear about Marx and Marxism from a lot of people on the right wing in the independence. And so it's almost become like a, oh, I'm not listening anymore. This is boring. Forget about it. People have already tuned out, I'm aware, okay? But in 
I guarantee you, you'll be surprised by who I blame all this on because it's not a simply one party, but I believe one party has more shoulder to blame in this than the others. But before we get into playing the blame game, I want to show you what I mean. So number one was the family. It says, Marx admits that destroying the family is a thorny topic, even amongst the revolutionaries. He said, abolition of the family, even the most radical flare-up at this infamous proposal of the, communists, he, of the communists, he writes. But he said, opponents of this idea failed to understand a key fact about the family. Here's what he said. He said, on what foundation is the present family, the bourgeoisie family based? On capital and on private gain. It is completely developed from this family exists only amongst the bourgeoisie. Oh, okay. In the first video we showed at the beginning of the show, the, the lady was talking about um, the 1950s um, idea of the nuclear family. Well, I actually have to happen to have the definition on where it came from, and it turns out she was wrong. Cue the collective gasp. <laughs> I wasn't surprised. I knew she was wrong. But here it is. It says... The term nuclear family was coined in the 1920s, not the 50s, by social anthropologist, I'm not even going to try to pronounce this, uh, Bronislaw Manilowski. Hopefully I did that right. I probably didn't. The term, the term nuclear was used to describe the family structure as central, essential, and foundational. The term was developed in the Western world to distinguish the family groups of parents and their children from an extended family. It says the nuclear family structure was present in Western Europe and New England in the 17th century. Nuclear family became a financially stable social unit with the emergence of proto-industrialization and early capitalism. Now, my friends, when it comes to the nuclear family, I want to make a distinction. Family has always been the cornerstone of civilization. Now, the family has not always looked the same across all cultures and throughout the history of humans being on the earth. All right? There's been polygamy, there's polygyny, there's monogamy, there's um, concubines, there's all kinds of different family structures, and we've seen them throughout the world throughout the course of time. So this idea of this, the nuclear family, the monogamy relationship, is somewhat new and like it says here, I'll share, like it says right here, the nuclear family became a financially stable social unit. Now, going back to what Marx said, he said that it was a bourgeoisie family. Most people don't know what that means. Most people never don't know what a bourgeoisie is. They don't know bourgeoisie from boots, from, uh, from anything. <laughs> so I'm going to, here, I, I did the liberty of doing your research for you says the bourgeoisie is a French word that refers to the middle class. It is used to describe the group of people between the upper middle class, the upper classes and the poor working class. The bourgeoisie emerged in the late middle ages as a class of business owners and merchants. Now, when you say bourgeoisie, you know, <laughs> When, when you have a bourgeoisie, you also have a proletariat. And a proletariat is the working class people. 
the uh, workers of the world unite. That's where that saying comes from, is the idea... Here, look, I'll show you, look, it says, the term proletariat, which is the caveat to the bourgeoisie, the proletariat is a term that, term that refers to the working class people. It refers to people who earn a wage for a living. In other words, the wage slaves, the nine-to-fivers, the ham and eggers, the people who go to work nine-to-five and then come home. Not the people who own a business, not the people who work in trade, not the people who are on top of society. They are the lower middle class to lower class people, usually. This has changed a little bit over time, but I think the general principle stays pretty consistent. It says, essentially, those who are dependent on manual daily or casual labor. The term was commonly used by Marxists and others, in other words, other communists, who believed that capitalism created a class of workers who were exploited by company owners. The term comes from the Latin word proletarius, which means producing offspring. A member of the proletariat is called a proletarian or proletaire. Now, in Marxist ideology, when it comes to nuclear family, you're probably asking, what the hell does the bourgeoisie, the proletariats, the smolitariats, the magatariats, what does that have to do with the family? Well, in Marx and Engels' ideology, the man was the bourgeoisie and the woman was the proletariat. In other words, they compared the man to the oppressor and the woman to the victim that needed to be liberated from the oppression of the bourgeoisie. That's where feminism came from, if you don't know it. That ideology, along with Rockefeller and his cohorts, the Rapper Barons, their desire to tax the other half of the population, is what gave rise to the initial feminist movement. Rockefeller is on tape talking about how, who do you think made their signs? Who do you think allowed them to organize? Who do you think funded their transportation? It was all his doing so that he, along with his buddies in the government, could make more money and thus drive up the cost of living and get access to the kids at a younger age to become good little workers for the state. That's why I brought up the second clip at the beginning of the show today talking about, uh, I think it was... Uh, it was one of the Tate brothers. It wasn't Andrew Tate. It was his brother. I forget his name. His name is escaping me. Um, talking about, I think it was Tristan Tate. Tristan Tate talking about how you can call him any term that you want, but he believes in the woman being the one who takes care of the children because when you don't and both people are off working, what does the child have to do? The child then becomes dependent upon the TV the internet, social media, uh, their friends, and everybody else who doesn't, either A, has an agenda that is insidious towards the child's development, or B, is something hearing from someone else who's already indoctrinated and already plugged in, and you pretty much get no say. By the way, the term parentage, if you break the term down parenting, it's pay and renting. You are paying to rent the child from the state. That's why they have a social security number. That's why they have a birth certificate. The child belongs to the state. 
And if you don't believe me, try not putting your kid in school. Try not taking your kid to get taken care of uh, medically. All of a sudden, the state gonna come down on you. Yeah, because it's the state's kid, and they're allowing you to pay to rent the child from them. You think I'm making this up? I wish I was, but it's not. I'm not making it up, it's true. My friends, I'm not trying to say this to scare you. I'm trying to say this because at the end of the day, you need to understand reality. You need to understand what's happening to you. They're pulling the wool over your eyes. You're not seeing the bouncing ball and seeing how things of how we've gotten to this place. Why the nuclear I say the nuclear family has been neutered. And the culprit is both men and women, but unfortunately, it's been more men. Why do I say that? Because gentlemen. This is gonna get. This is gonna get me. This is gonna get me in big trouble. But I'm gonna say it anyways. Um, women and men are fundamentally different. Okay, I don't think anybody could really say otherwise with any, <laughs> with any actual certainty. I mean, let's be honest. Women and men and women are fundamentally different. Women's attention. Women's currency is attention. And so once they reach a certain age, they start getting attention from men. And then their mental maturity doesn't have to go much farther. And by the way, I am not the first person to talk about this, okay? This is not meant to demean you. This is just meant to show you how the world works. There are multiple women who talk about this, and that's where I've heard it from. I did not make this up to be a mean guy. I am merely the messenger of this idea. Now, and that is why a lot of times you see women do goofy things... And that's why you see this idea of girl math with how they spend money, how they operate their life, and why they own a majority of the debt in America and throughout the Western world. Because they need men to help teach them these things. They need men to help protect them from themselves and from other men. And instead of doing this, men, has, men have caved in and given time after time again but then you find out that women, like for example, a woman will live her entire life saying that feminism is great, feminism is wonderful, I don't need no man, and then she'll reach 30, 35, or 40, and all of a sudden she'll say, oh, where are all the good men? I can't find any good men. All these men are trash. And it's like, no, you just, the men don't want anything to do with you because you're a red flag and they know that you're a bad investment. A lot of times women don't actually know what they want. They just know what they don't want. They don't actually know what they want. That's why they want you as men to make a decision. That's why you make the choice to go out where you go to dinner. That's why you make the choice of where the relationship is at. That's why you make the choice of where you'll live, what your life will look like, and all this stuff. That's why she has this need to follow you. Because she is not meant to make a lot of decisions on her own. Not because she's less of a human being, but because women are not programmed to do that. And if you think I'm making it up... Go look it up on the internet. There are women who say these things. I'm not saying it as a mean guy who just doesn't like women. I've heard other women say this, and then I thought about it for myself and said, you know what? I could actually see that being true. Now, I'm not saying that a woman needs to follow a man because he's a man. I'm saying women need men in general to make choices because the men... How better ha men think more logically and women think more emotionally. This is just a fact of reality. And if you don't like what I'm saying, you've probably been indoctrinated by this Marxist ideology that has told you that 
equality in one way is equality in every way. Men and women are different. There are some things that men are good at that women are not, and there are some things that women are excellent at that men are horrible at. This is just reality. This is not meant to demean people. It's meant to explain to you how things actually work versus how you've been instructed to view them. Now, well, the reason I say that nuclear family has been neutered is because of this exact problem. Men are afraid to step up because there's not a lot of benefit in us doing that. Because if we try to do that and, you know, the, the gumps, the simps, whoever, they try to step up and they try to be a stepdad. They try to be a good man. They try to do all these things. They don't get rewarded for it. It's like, oh, we expect you to do that. It's like, what? What do you mean I'm not going to get rewarded for anything? What? And so we're just like, okay, we're just going to go do our own thing. We're going to be over here going our own way. And we're going to be, you know, doing our own thing. And the women, then women are hard to please. Gentlemen, if you're married or you're in a relationship, you know what I'm talking about. Women are insatiable creatures. They can never truly be happy. And ladies, don't take offense at that. I know you're going to. But then you're going to think about it for a second and say, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, he actually kind of right, though. My friends, the reason the nuclear family has been neutered is because mainly women want to be men or have or what they think men are. You ever asked a woman like what she thinks that men do or who men are? And they compare you to guys like Dan Bilzerian, Andrew Tate, uh, Elon Musk and these guys at the top. Or they think that every dude is, should be like the dudes on social media who are like 25, driving a Lambo and living in um, Beverly Hills. When in fact, most dudes who are 25 have no direction in their life. They are they just got out of college. They're barely in their first career. They can barely afford anything because the economy sucks. And they don't know what the hell is going on or what they're doing. And they're trying to figure it out. And they want someone to build with. And women are out here saying, hey, we don't want to build with anybody. We want to get with a guy who already has everything together because that's just the way they operate. And that's why the nuclear family is being destroyed is because there used to be a time when a one, the man would be quote, the breadwinner and the woman would stay home with the children because that's just more in line with their roles as human beings. And now we have the opposite where men, men are just like, you know what? Why do I want to get married? I'm risking all my, half my crap for a woman who doesn't even really want to be with me. I'm probably just, the arrest from the carousel and I don't want to deal with this crap and then women are kind of just coming down the minutes to when you mess up or they pull the bait and switch on you on your goofy ass and then the next thing you know you're stuck thinking they you messed up when in fact she just couldn't be pleased and she wanted to go back in the streets and then you can't see your kids and you you're left holding the bag and wondering what the hell happened that's a lot of marriages today that's how a lot of marriages end today and if you think I'm lying, I, I wish I was, <laughs> truly. I wish I was lying about anything I just said. But unfortunately, I am not. I don't believe in lying to you because if I lied to you, you'd see through it, number one. And number two, I wouldn't be able to do the show if I got up and just lied to you. I say things the way I see it. I do a lot of research. I'm a guy who walks around in the streets, who actually sees what's going on. My friends, I want you to win. I want you to see reality. I want you to live your best life, but I want you to avoid the pitfalls that are all over the place waiting for you. There are pitfalls everywhere and everybody's trying to ensnare you. You need to find the people in your life or people who 
you will eventually encounter who are going to add something to your life. Mo too many people out here are just trying to use you and take things from you. Whether it be in, in the family structure or outside the family structure. As men, we have this desire to have be you know be the head of a family and do all these things. That's not that's not bad. The problem is we we realize that a lot of us have a lack of options, and so we're just like, oh, I'll find the first first woman who will you know tolerate me, and then I'll settle down. We need to stop doing that. I wouldn't recommend you getting married until you're thirty. Because then you'll have more of a nest. You'll have a better head on your shoulders. You'll stop thinking with your schmendrick and you'll start thinking with your brain. And then you'll start to realize that women that you form families with and women that you fornicate with are not the same women. Okay? You need to understand that there's a difference. But then you can't really see that difference in the beginning because you just don't understand there is one. My friends, I think I made my point. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, I'm sure I'll get my fair amount of criticism for the things I've said in this video today. But follow me on my social medias. I got the Sheep Get Sheared on Instagram, Sheep Get Sheared on TikTok, Sheep Get Sheared on Twitter. I have it all going up. I'm building all those platforms up. Follow the show, support the show if you like the content. Like the videos, you can subscribe to the channel if you feel like you agree with what I'm saying, you want to hear more about it, uh, trust me, there will be a lot more to come in the future. But until, until then, my friends, I want to tell you, God bless you. God bless your family and God bless America. We're out of here. Peace.